Welcome back to the 9 to 5 Fitness Podcast. We are on our last equipment episode for this uh, series of how to choose the best products for you. And today we're going to finish up with treadmills. We, Woo! Yeah, treadmills, we might, yeah! We might, <laughs> we might I know, we, we've talked about all of our major categories and there are some other products that we haven't discussed. So we might circle back and and bring up some of our accessories and some of our other specialty products as well. Uh, but we'll have to do those um, a little bit differently because there's not a large variety on the same type of accessory. So um, don't worry, we'll talk about our other products as well, but we wanted to do all the major categories first. Um, so now we're gonna do treadmills. And um, Sydney, I'll let you go first with your top five, but before we do that, just wanted to make sure everybody's aware that we do have a pretty diverse selection of treadmills and the price ranges um, anywhere from just under $200 all the way up to, I think our most um, expensive treadmill is close to, or is around $1,800, maybe a little bit more. I think that one's on sale. So just to give you a uh, idea on what the price range might be for the treadmills, um, but for the most part, you should be able to find a treadmill that you need. And, uh, we're going to go again into our top five, starting with Sydney at her number one, to try to make sure that you have a good idea of where to start when you're looking to choose a treadmill. And one more thing before Sydney, you jump into your top five. Um, we did release a article called factors to consider when choosing a treadmill so that's going to go along very nicely with this podcast episode so um, if you're listening to this podcast episode and you haven't checked out our blog we have a lot of good information on products on health and fitness on workouts um, and that that uh, specific article can give you a lot more good detailed information on how to choose a treadmill as well so you can go back and forth between the article and this episode, and hopefully, if you're looking for a treadmill, you'll be able to find the perfect one. All right, Sydney, let's get rolling with your number one. What's the most important factor that you think people should consider when choosing a treadmill? All right, so my number one is weight capacity. Um, kind of boring, I know, but it's super important to find something that's going to fit your needs as well as whoever else is going to use it. You want to make sure that you have something that's going to support you and last you a long time. So get something that is well within your weight capacity. I agree. And I don't even have that on my top five. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. Well, that's super well. important, obviously. Um, so I guess the way I was thinking about it was um, make sure the treadmill can fit in your space. Um, so my first one is, you know, treadmills are can be rather large. So making sure that you're aware of how big a treadmill is um, and making sure you have enough space to fit a treadmill in your home is kind of the first uh, the first thing that I thought of. Uh, <laughs> I like that one, too. I have that as my number two. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and we've done an article on kind of home gym design and how to make sure that you have enough space for your equipment. Um, uh, so you can check out that, that article and it's called home gym design factors, um, maximizing your space for maximum results. So you can check out, um, the important, 
measurements if you're looking to fit specific type of equipment in your home. And generally, we recommend that you have around 45 square feet of space if you're going to aim for a treadmill in your home. Um, the good thing about treadmills is that once you figure out if you have enough space for the item you're looking to purchase, um, usually that's all you have to worry about because you're running on the treadmill and you're not going to be moving outside of the treadmill very much anyway unless you're performing very exaggerated arm movements or I don't know what else you might be doing on a treadmill that <laughs> to have a little bit more space around you but generally speaking you're just walking and jogging and running um, so once you find out if your treadmill can fit in the space um, safely uh, definitely want enough space behind the treadmill which is where you generally mount and dismount um, so making sure you have enough space behind the treadmill as well so you can get off safely is definitely a big deal all right number two yes so that was my number two um the biggest point that i was thinking of as well i mean you made amazing points but my other thought was i mean you and i both live in little apartments we don't have a ton of extra space. So I feel like if you're living in a small space, like really make sure that you're thinking through what type of treadmill you're getting. Because I know me personally, like I always like to go for like the bigger best thing out there or whatever. And I feel like I would lean into that if I was getting a treadmill because, you know, I want to get one that's really going to last me and I might not be in an apartment forever. But I did have one of our treadmills in my apartment throughout COVID and even just having a compact one in there, you know, I mean, it made things a little tighter. So it's definitely something to consider. We do have plenty of compact treadmills that are going to fit a lot better in an apartment. So definitely check those out. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing to bring up because a lot of times people, you know, they might, their only experience with running on a treadmill might be a very huge commercial sized treadmill in a gym. and um, there are a lot of treadmills that are just as sturdy and powerful and a lot smaller um, that you can get just as good a workout on. So, um, but yes, you definitely want to make sure that number one, it can fit in your house safely. All right. My number two is going to be the power. And this kind of goes hand in hand with speed. Um, you know, depending on what kind of workout you want to accomplish with your treadmill, whether you're a walker, you're just somebody that wants to get your steps in. Um, if you just like to, you know, go for a casual jog, or maybe if you're, you know, somebody that's trying to uh, decrease your mile time or train for a 5K and, you know, eventually work yourself up into, you know, 10K half marathon marathon distances, uh, you're going to want a treadmill that's going to be able to sustain the amount of effort that you want to put into the machine. So. Um, if you're somebody that's a little bit more of a frequent runner that likes to log in uh, you know, several miles a week, you're definitely going to want to look into a machine that's um, a little bit more uh, powerful in terms of its motor. Definitely uh, looking into a machine that's going to support your speed as well. Um, so for, tr for runners, and Sydney, you can kind of back me up on this or if you have a kind of different perspective as well. Um, but if you're a runner and you want to continue to run and make sure that your treadmill can sustain you at certain speeds, um, we always like to suggest that you look for a treadmill that supports running speeds of six miles an hour or 
higher just to make sure that you can find your own pace. Uh, would you say that's pretty good of a general recommendation, Sydney, since you're Yeah, definitely. Exceptional. I think if, if running is your goal, I wouldn't look at anything where the max speed is lower than six miles per hour, for sure. Yeah, and I think most of our running treadmills are going to put you over six um, for sure. I think there's a few that stop at around 7.5. There's some that stop around nine. Um, and we have a few that go up even higher than that uh, to around 11 miles per hour. So if you're you know, somebody that considers yourself um, an experienced runner, you're definitely going to want to make sure that you're looking at a machine that can power you up uh, to your you know, preferred running speeds and a little bit more because you're probably going to want to push yourself a little faster um, if you're doing some speed work or if you're just generally trying to increase um, your pace over time. So um, if you're a walker or a jogger, Generally speaking, you're going to be fine with most treadmills. Um, you can walk on any treadmill. Um, and then if you're a jogger, that might not be as important for you to uh, look at a treadmill that, say, goes up to 11 miles per hour if you're never going to want to go that fast anyway. So uh, <laughs> just keep that in mind. Um, you know, if, you, if you're somebody that wants to go from just walking and eventually one day, uh, work on you know some some faster speed work then yeah you're going to want a treadmill that can um, support um, all of those phases throughout your training program so power was my number two all right moving on number three Sydney. all right number three um i did a little different motorized versus manual so yes. Yeah, so that's one category of our treadmills that I feel like a lot of people may not even know that we have is manual treadmills. They're really awesome. Basically, what you do with a manual treadmill, it's not powered or plugged into anything. It's basically powered by the muscular strength and speed of your own body. So you power the treadmill, you make it move. Um, they're on a slight incline, so that helps with the movement as well. And you can do a lot of cool things with them. Um, I mean, they're great for walking, but they're also awesome for, like, intense, like, Tabata or hit intervals. And you can even do other things with them, like walking on your hands and some other, like, challenging, fun things that you might see people doing in CrossFit gyms or stuff like that. So those are two very different types of treadmills the motorized again is the one that we were just talking about where you know it has a motor it plugs into the wall you get your speed going um versus the one that you have to power by yourself so that's definitely something to consider you want to make sure that you know which one you're buying and you don't end up with the one that you don't want <laughs> when you're ordering one so yeah yeah, I, yeah, and there's a little short little uh, section in the article that we released today about um, choosing between a manual and motorized treadmills. And yeah, you're right. There, there's a significant difference between training experience on a motorized treadmill and a manual treadmill. And you really need to, um, if you're looking for a manual treadmill, un understand um, the reason why they're so different. And when I explain it to people, usually I say, um, you know, are, are you looking to train, you know, kind of in a, a long distance, kind of um, longer time, consistent pace type of workout, like, you know, a traditional running workout? 
or are you looking for something to kind of push yourself to higher intensities, but for a shorter period of time um, and not really um, in a kind of a longer, slow endurance based workout environment? Because I think that's, you know, a lot of times people, you know, they might see somebody running on a manual treadmill and be like, wow, that's cool. Like, you know, I don't have to plug it in. You know, I kind of control it with my pace. Um, but they're really, they're really difficult to sustain consistent running effort um, because it is up to you to make sure that you are supplying consistent effort over time. And if you've never done that before, it's very challenging, especially since most of our treadmills are, like you said, Sydney, set at an incline. So it's going to be significantly harder anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, then once, and then once you try to sustain it for a longer amount of time, you're going to find that you're not going to be able to, um, you know, have the same amount of endurance as if you were being controlled by a motorized treadmill. That being said, they're really awesome in terms of getting a great cardiovascular high intensity workout in. I love them. They always kick my butt when I, when I do them. <laughs> um, they're, they're fun. They're fun. Challenging. Yeah. They're, they're, they're fun pieces of equipment. So yeah. definitely recommend them, especially if you're somebody that, you know, maybe doesn't like going out for a 30 minute hour run. And you're just like, man, I just want to get in, you know, give myself a good workout, 10, 15, 20 minutes, hit it hard and then be done with it. Manual treadmills are, are pretty perfect uh, for that. Okay. My number three is incline. And um, so when you look at our treadmills, you're going to see um, a few different types and some of them may be flat, which means that they don't have any incline uh, to them. You may see some treadmills that require uh, manual adjustment in terms of the incline. Usually that means there's some feet on the back of the tread deck that you have to adjust, which means uh, you have to go back there, get off the treadmill and adjust the incline that way. Or there's treadmills that have motorized incline adjustments where all you do is press a button and the uh, treadmill will incline for you. So there's a few different ways that uh, the treadmills, um, well, there's a couple different ways that the treadmills can incline, and um, there are treadmills that don't incline at all. Uh, the reason why you may want to have a treadmill that does provide incline, number one, is to easily increase the intensity of your workout, no matter how fast you're, you know, walking, jogging, or running. As soon as you start incline increasing that incline, the intensity of your workout is going to change significantly. So it's a pretty, pretty good, easy way to kind of push yourself a little bit harder without necessarily increasing your speed, which is pretty comfortable for a lot of people because running faster isn't necessarily, um, you know, the most comfortable thing for people to do when they're trying to work out harder. They, you know, a lot of people rather just increase the incline rather than try to run another mile per hour faster because at a certain point uh, you're not going to be able to run faster but you will be able to run the same pace up a hill you just might have to run a little bit slower so it's a great way uh, to increase the intensity of your workouts without feeling like you need to you know increase the speed of your workouts as well um, so that's uh, my number three is the uh, whether or not the treadmill supplies an incline function or not. All right, number four. All right, number four. My number four is speed, which you already went through really nicely. Um, just to cover it really quick, again, 
you know, whether you're going to be walking, jogging, running, those are all things that you're going to want to think through and then make sure that you're picking one with the best miles per hour speed for your liking. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you kind of have to know your own uh, abilities with this one and kind of know how you um, like to run or jog or walk. Um, you know, you if you want to just play it safe, then buy a treadmill that goes up to, you know, nine plus miles per hour and you you won't have a problem. Um, but if you're somebody that doesn't need that, or if you have no desire to push yourself up to running speeds, uh, then you don't need to buy <laughs> that treadmill. Um, so just keep that in mind when you're looking um, at speed and as it relates to power as well. A more powerful machine will be able to take you up uh, to higher speeds. Okay, number four, um, I went to pulse sensors. Um, again, I consider... I don't know. I mean, I'd have to go back and look and see what the other episodes we did, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I had pill sensors on my top five almost every time. I don't, I don't remember, but I'm trying to think back. <laughs> uh, I just think pulse sensors are such, such in, incredibly important. It's such an incredible, important um, training tool to make sure that you're really understanding how intense your workouts are. Um, so having that real-time feedback is incredibly important. Um, and a lot of our treadmills do have um, built-in pulse sensors. Usually you'll find them on the handrails uh, to the side or directly in front of you. And they're super easy to use. All you got to do is, um, you know, grab on while you're walking. Uh, maybe a slow jog. We wouldn't recommend holding onto the pulse sensors while you're running just for safety reasons. Um, but it's pretty easy just to check your heart rate in real time. Just take a break for a few seconds, check your heart rate. Um, and then get going back with your workout. So um, those are great tools. Um, again, they're on pretty much all of our treadmills. Um, so you usually won't have an issue selecting a treadmill that doesn't have pulse sensors, but there are some that don't. So just keep in mind, um, keep that in mind when you're looking to purchase a treadmill. Um, just having the ability to measure your heart rate in real time um, is definitely something that I recommend looking looking at when you're purchasing, purchasing a treadmill and any cardiovascular pro, pro, uh, product. Wait, are we on number five or number four? I forgot. Because you went first. We're, we yeah, were on so, number four. So now we're on number five. number five. All right, cool. Last one. Which, as you're going through yours, I'm kind of having regrets because I feel like I picked like, all of the basic features and you're getting into your like pulse sensor fancy stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, that stuff is so fun. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things on treadmills, yeah, uh, there which, are. Which, which we'll kind of touch on a little bit, but that's the whole reason why we picked our top five, just to make sure that you're focusing on the right, you know, most important things. And then, yeah, you can consider the other things as well, but you know, from our perspective, making sure that you're buying the right product to help you reach your goals and for your current fitness level, that's why we kind of wanted to bring up at least our top five. But we are going to talk about the other features as well. All okay, right. good. Finish it off. <laughs> okay, my number five was incline, which you already went through. For me, I feel like incline is a super important feature to have. Again, it's not going to be important to everyone, but I think in most fitness programs, um, the person is going to benefit from being able to incorporate incline at some point 
It works your muscles a little differently. It's great for your glutes and hamstrings. And it's awesome just to challenge those muscles a little differently, as well as your cardiovascular system. I mean, if you bump up that incline, you'd be surprised how tough it gets pretty fast, even if you're just walking. Um, You know, I run all the time, but I love doing just walking incline workouts on the treadmill. I still find them really challenging myself. So always a good option to have. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The, um, the walking incline workouts, especially when um, you are not holding on to the handrails, significantly increase the intensity of any walking incline workout, which most people, you know, you have a tendency that you're walking up a hill, you want that extra support, you grab onto the handrails, totally fine. But if you just simply start removing your grip from those handrails and try walking up an incline, um, it's whatever right. it is, you're going to, you're going to significantly feel the difference. So, um, if you're doing yeah. workouts, if you've done them at the gym, uh, start doing them without holding on if you can safely. Um, <laughs> and then if you really want the option to have a good intense workout without having to run fast, definitely consider buying a treadmill that has a good amount of incline, um, going up to, I would say at least 10%. Um, up to 15%. We have one treadmill that goes all the way up to like 40%, I think, is our biggest climber. Oh, um, yeah. I tried that one. It is, it's rough. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So my number five is going to be preset programs. Um, and I generally wouldn't think about these, but the more I've kind of played with them on our treadmills and kind of seen um, the kinds of workouts that are built into some of our products. Not every treadmill is going to have it. It just depends on uh, the functionality of the monitor that's on your treadmill. Um, but if you're somebody that, you know, you may like to just set a time, say 30 minutes and set your speed and that's it. Like that can be, that can be great. That's a great way to work out if you're happy with it, if it's working for you. But at some point you're going to have to, um, you know, adjust your workout because you're going to plateau and you're not going to see the same progress um, from your normal uh, same distance, same time, same speed workout. So having the ability of preset programs kind of takes the guesswork out of choosing a workout that's different than what you're currently doing. Um, and they're really easy to use. All you got to do is um, go to the menu, select which number of program you want to do. Um, usually, uh, with all the treadmills that have preset programs, you'll be able to look in the manual and see what types of inclines and speed adjustments uh, the program will take you through. So as long as you're comfortable using those speed um, adjustments, you're going to have a great, difficult, challenging workout that's going to change for you. You don't have to worry about adjusting the speed. You don't have to worry about adjusting the incline. All you got to do, hop on, select the program, press start. And you'll have a great workout that's going to break up the monotony of kind of hopping on and doing the same time and distance and speed workout or trying to adjust it yourself uh, to create, you know, a new and exciting workout. So um, I really like those. And there are a lot, there's a lot of great ones in terms of, you know, if it's hill intervals, if it's a little bit more um, speed work, going from walking, jogging, and running. Um, so they're fun to do and they're fun to just kind of challenge yourself to complete all of them or maybe pick, you know, a handful that you want to repeat on a regular basis. Um, there's a lot of variety 
uh, with the treadmills that do have those preset programs as well. So, boom, there you have it. There's our top five. Run through it real quick. Uh, for me, make sure that your treadmill fits in the space that you want to use it. Make sure you're buying the treadmill that's going to power the workouts that are most effective for your goals. Consider a treadmill that has an incline adjusting function if it's not manual. Um, maybe it's automatic or if you want something that's flat, uh, consider that as well. Make sure that your treadmill has the ability to measure your heart rate in real time if that's something that you um, are concerned about in terms of your cardiovascular health. And then looking at purchasing treadmills that come with preset programs to take the guesswork um, out of adjusting your fitness routine if you're somebody that's getting tired of doing the same old workouts over and over again. All right, remind everybody what your top five were, Sydney, real All quick. All right, number one, weight capacity. Make sure that that treadmill can support you on your workout. Number two, treadmill size. Make sure it fits in your space. Number three, motorized versus manual. Are you interested in having one of those manual treadmills that you power with the strength and will of your own body? Or would you prefer a motorized treadmill that keeps the speed going for you? Number four, speed. Walking, jogging, running. What are you looking for? Make sure you get something that's in the right range for you. And then number five, incline. Is it an automatic incline, manual incline, no incline at all? What do you want? <laughs> what, do you want? what do you want? <laughs> Make sure you nail it down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if you're looking for more information, don't forget to check out our blog um, where you can read about uh, more things to consider when choosing a treadmill. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this little series on how to choose the best product. Uh, for you, we're going to get back on track with more uh, health and fitness related topics um, starting next week. So stay tuned. We'll see you then and we'll keep on doing our thing and bringing you more practical and useful health and fitness information. Thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. See you next week.